Okay, today's daf is Samachay 65, and we pick up um, at the middle of Samachal Ramadpet. So just to remind us, since we're talking about Shlichus, we're talking about sort of like a permanent Shaliach, or an automatic Shaliach that the Torah assigns, which is the father to represent his daughter. The mission talks about a girl who is, um, to receive the get, is a girl who is a Na'ara, she's an adult, she's 12 to 12 and a half, but she's not yet emancipated, um, so it's an interesting middle stage, and um, she's Mu'urasa, because if she has to get a get, she has to be married, but if she were Nisua, if she actually started living with her husband, she would be emancipated from her father, so specifically is Nara Mu'urasa, um, she can give her, receive her get, she's her own, represents herself, and her father can receive her get, because her father's entitled to benefits of her, a certain control over her, um, while, she, while she is still a Nara. Um, Rashi says that when she's a katana, it's only her father. Um, Tosus disagrees, and Tosus says no. Even as a katana, you can always give a get to the girl herself. She always represents herself. Again, you don't need das here. You just because you don't. She's just she's passive. She's not. You don't need her will or anything. So uh, so she, she always does represent herself um, in, in this situation. So that's an interesting debate of Rashi and Tosus as a katana whether you can give the get to the girl herself. Right. Well, that we're going to get to. Okay, and Rev Yehuda said that it's always the father who's in control. Her, her sort of, you know, when their father, who, you know, is uh, clearly, you know, more the authority here, represents her than she does not represent herself. Okay, so that was the first issue. Then we get on to the next line, which is now the two dots, about uh, three lines after the Gemara begins after the Mishnah. Any girl who cannot watch her own get um, cannot be, um, cannot be divorced. So uh, Rashi says this means um, even if you give the get to the father, if she is so young that she doesn't uh, has the ability that were she to have been given a get, she would know that it's a get and watch it and protect it. Means she doesn't really understand that she's divorced. So Rashi says it doesn't work even if you give the get to the father. It's not about the act of giving the get; it's about the status of being able to be divorced. You have to understand what that means that you're divorced. Um, Tosus disagrees because again, Tosus says that the Mishnah is talking about giving it whether to her or the father and Tosa says that um, no the problem is only in the act of giving the get that it's not receiving a get if you don't know what it is that you've received but if the if the get is given to the father says Tosvos then even if the girl's one day old or whatever you know she's divorced the same way she could be married if she's one day old she could be divorced if she's one day old okay so again she needs to give it to her any she give it to her okay which makes sense also because the emphasis is on are you like do you understand that physical object that you've been given and that you're watching. It's not about the status of being divorced, okay? So we're going to read it. Tosus' ways makes a lot more sense. If a girl one day old could be married by the father, she could be divorced by the father. You could have that status. But the question is, is it an act of giving again? If it's given to a minor, so says Tosus, if she doesn't understand what she's receiving, then you haven't given her a get. You could give it to the father, but you can't give it to her. Okay? So let's take a look at the Gemara. 
But if the father, knew, you know, became, let's say, right, then you couldn't give it to either. Tanu Rabbanan. You could marry her even though she doesn't understand. Yeah, I mean, but by giving, by marry, by through the father. Right, but why not? Why not then again through the father? You can. That's what Tosa oh, no, says. Right. Okay. So, right. Rashi says you can, but that's I'm going with Tosa. Tosa says the same way you could marry her as a minor, as a one day old infant through the father. You could divorce her as a one day old infant through the father. The problem is, if you want to give the get to her, she has to understand that she's receiving a get. Yes. Right. So the show the case, and the Gemara is going to get to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah like a preventive, like a protective measure. Almost. It is. I mean, that's actually you know one of the issues nowadays. I mean, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. But Slavetic was very against using the Hetzimea Rabbanim because he said you know it gives a privilege to the husband that the wife doesn't have, and often it's been it's been abused and misused. But there are scenarios where I mean, I knew a case where a guy's wife was in a coma or had to say whatever I think he took care of her for like 20 years and eventually you know he wanted to remarry and he was he couldn't give her to get because she was uh, she was in, she had dementia she was in a coma so would you allow him to actually you know to, to, to remarry you know would you give a head to marry Rabbanim in that case so anyway mm-hmm. so the mother says like this if a minor knows how to watch her get she can be divorced and again what we like tells us you could, the act of giving her the get is meaningful to give it to her but if she doesn't know how to watch her get she cannot be divorced what it means she knows how to watch her get if she watches her get and something else so what does that mean? My comma, what does that mean? I'm going to be a comma. So watch something else on the, ver- on the basis of it being, uh, I'll forget. What does that mean? So Rashi says what it means is, even if she loses her get, she's watched, it's like she'll hold on to a book thinking it's her get or something like that. She understands the get's an important thing. So somehow if she loses her get, she'll hold on to something else as a substitute for her get. But of course, that's says, like, why does that help? That, okay, I mean, she understands it's important, but it's, she's obviously not so bright or whatever, not not yet at a good enough, at a, you know, at a high enough intelligence to understand, you know, if she's willing to take a book instead of her get. So the Gemara says, "I'm Reb So the Gemara says like this. So the Gemara says, So there you go. That's like she's just like she's like she's like a shoulder. She's an excuse me, an imbecile. Like you know, she's like somebody that doesn't have enough intellect. So why would that be a relevant status of 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 knowledge if she confuses a, a book with a get? Just because she thinks, oh gets important. So the Gemara says, Ella Amrav Huna Bar Manoach Mishmei Derav Acha Brei Derav Ika Kosem of Chenet Bin Gitel Davar Acher No, no, no. It means actually the opposite. It means Meshameret Kitam Machmat Davar Acher somehow means she understands the difference between her get and something else. So it's Davka the opposite. If you like say to her like, oh, you know what? It's okay. Give me the get. I'll give you another piece of paper instead. You know, you want a piece of paper? Here, I'll give you another piece of paper. She says, no, no, no. This is important. I got to hold on to this. This is my get. Okay, so it's not just that she can watch it as a physical object. She understands its importance and she's not willing to take something in its stead. Um, okay, so the Gemara says like this. Uh, okay, so that's the knowledge, level of knowledge you know to, to be an act of giving the get. Um, 
Okay. Now that we're talking about levels of intellect or intellectual development as minors um, for certain things to work, we're going to talk about it not by young girls and gitin, but in general by acts of transactions um, and acquisition. This is literally, you know, like the whole story with right, Moshe Rabbeinu, what was it? Like, you know, with the cold and the gold or whatever. So anyway, if your kid is so small that he finds a little rock and he throws it away, but if he finds a, uh, a nut, he keeps it, so he understands the difference between the two. I mean, I know kids like to play with rocks, but okay. But anyway, he does understand the difference. So he can take acquisition for himself, but not for others, which basically means that you can give him something and say, here, here's a candy bar, take it, and he takes it, he's now considered in possession. Rabbinically, right, he has, he has, he can take, he can't take possession until he's an adult, but rabbinically he can take possession for himself once he knows, like, you know, the, like, like what an object is. Like, it's, you know, it's not, they're not all just equivalent. He understands the difference between a rock and a nut, which he is a pretty, rock in his basically, in his right, which is a pretty young age, okay? Now, this also, Tosus also discusses here, like, if we're talking about finding an object, a mitzia, then that's clearly like a rabbinic institution, right? Remember that was a tikkun olam, that mitzia's chay was shut to the cotton get to keep it for themselves. This also might be talking about a case where you are giving it to the minor. So it's dasacheres maknoto. You're supplying the necessary das, sort of like the get. You're the man is the one doing the divorce, but it still has to be an act of taking it. Now you don't have to have enough das to say like, you know, I am fundamentally the one taking possession. No, you who's giving, I mean, if the minor doesn't have to play the role of somebody who actually has enough intellect to be seen as doing an act of, of, of possessing something. I'm basically the one transferring ownership. I'm giving him the candy bar. All he needs to do is do something that physically is a significant act, essentially, you know? Hold on to it with some sense of, of understanding of what's going on, okay? So that's Tzorov Zorko Evan Vidot Lo, Zochalatmo, but he can't take possession on behalf of someone else. That obviously requires a much higher level of das. Now, however, if you, under, if you give him an object, and then an hour later you say, hey, could you uh, give me back that candy bar I gave you? Like, you know, or, I mean, not that, it, or, not, not, not that you're taking back your gift, but meaning the point is, is that he has, you know, it's sort of like, what, what it was a Piaget called about? Like, object permanence, right? <laughs> you know, he says, oh, you, you know, where's that object I gave you an hour ago? Oh, let me go find it, right? So there's enough of a sense of, like, object permanence about that. You know, that case is even, you can give him something and you say here take this and by taking this somebody else will take possession of it so there's enough of an understanding beyond his like immediate here and now that actually that can be seen as his taking possession is on behalf of someone again you're supplying the dots this is all basically assumed to be rabbinic okay you know until he's an adult it's presumed that it's that he cannot doraita bikona something although Tosos does have a question since the adult is the one providing the dots right sort of like the get scenario and the cotton is just doing more of the physical act maybe some of these could work even on the do right to level but in general we assume this is rabbinic yes right you can't give it yeah, right you can give it to a minor but the problem is that he can't give it back because all of this is him taking possession so that's, right that's the right and not rabbinic well y- yes but also because all of this is 
when he takes you know, we're to take something to be given something and that since you're taking it now it's yours that's a very natural type of a thing and so if you're giving it to me and I'm the minor and I'm taking it and I'm now holding it into mine and your dots is to give it to me those work together okay the next level is even though I'm taking it to myself it's really for someone else that's a little more nuanced okay but, but anyway but in both of those you're providing the dots if it's my object and I'm the minor and I have to give the lula back to you I have to be the source of the dots to do the transaction right so that is um, that you know, he's not able to do all of this is the minor taking possession the first yes. word is a verb or a noun what Chafet. It's chafet or chafet. Chafet. It's an object. Yeah. Now. Yep. If you give him an object, okay, then zochah When I said this to Shmuel, amarli No, it's all the same halacha. My David Acha. See, what does it mean? It's all the same. In which way? So the Gemara says, um, which makes sense. Even if you have some object permanence and he can return the object after a while, to have the level of understanding that I'm giving it to you, but it's really on behalf of someone else, right? That's, you haven't reached that level that that's considered a meaningful transaction for a minder, even if he is of the level of intellect that he can return the object after a while. So it only works for him to take possession for himself. Masi Rav Chinina Vardaan, Rav from this place, Vardaan, um, says, Vered or something, yeah. Anyway, Kesed Mishtatrin Demaboy. We have a, a Brita, I think it's a Brita, that says, or maybe it's a Misha, how do you do a shituf of a mavoi. Right, a mavoi is you have a lot of chatserim, a lot of uh, courtyards that have made an eruv, and now they want to all join together so they all have can use the central alleyway or the central road um, on Shabbos and carry in it. It's surrounded by walls, but it has to be considered like it's all in a unified possession. So somebody has to take possession of something, like we'll see like a barrel of wine on behalf of all of the courtyards. So how do you do this? Um, uh, you take a barrel of wine, let's say, or a barrel of figs or dates or whatever. The Omer... I am transferring possession of this to everybody in the Mabwe, so they all have a joint possession in this, and therefore that somehow unifies the Mabwe. Now, now this is your barrel of wine. So what you do is, you have to transfer it to everybody in the Mabwe. You get your adult son and daughter to say, here, take possession for someone. Or through your Hebrew uh, slave and slave woman. Okay, which are adults. Well, we'll see, actually, the slave woman is going to be the problem. And therefore, they're not exactly, even though they're, they're under your auspices, they're not your, they're, they're an independent entity, and therefore they can take possession on behalf of somebody other than you. It's not like putting you from know, your... Kind of kind of no, it's not that. That would be an Evid Kanani. Right. Because you don't want it to be, if you give it to your minor child or your, not, or, your, or your Canaanite slave, right, it'd be like putting it from your right hand to your left hand. To do an act of, acquis- of, of transferring, you need a, a different party to receive it. All right. Now, um, what's the case by the female ser- maid servant, Hebrew servant, slave? Um, she has two pubic hairs and she's twelve years old. Why is she still your slave? She goes free once she reaches adulthood. It must be she's under twelve and/or doesn't have two pubic hairs. 
So, meaning she's a minor. And you see, she can take possession on behalf of other people. So when Shmuel says, achasi, right now, you could have said, well, maybe there's another stage before you're an adult. It's not just to machzira, maybe when you're 11 or something, you know. But the Gemara is assuming that according to Shmuel, Shmuel saying, like, you can never take possession on behalf of somebody else as a minor. Okay? It doesn't matter how smart you are as a minor. You can, that's how it interpreted Shmuel. You can never take possession. It says, what do you mean? Here's a minor girl. She's a Hebrew maidservant. She's obviously a minor and she's taking possession for other people in the Mubway. Yes. Situation with the Mark Sayer where he ever wants to stay that's only mm-hmm. for a male? Correct. That is correct. Because the whole point of the girl was that she should get married by the right. master. And it, okay. So so the Gemara says, so you see that a minor can take possession for somebody else. But says, no, Shani Shitufi Mavos to Rabbanan. Nah, that's a Shitufi Mavos is a rabbinic institution. And that's why it works there, but really, in general, for Doraisa things, it does not work. So the Gemara says, So this Rabbi Chinina of Vardav, the Vardian, was silenced. He asked this question, we said, ask to Rabbanan. So the Gemara says, My Havilei the fact that you pointed out that he was silenced means that he had some possible response. What should he have said? He should have said, Call the Tikkun Rabbanan, came to erase the Tikkun. No, the rabbis wouldn't have allowed this to work by Shitufe Mavos if it didn't work in general. So it does, his proof actually was a decent proof. It sounds like in general there are minors who can take possession. Now the other thing that I should say is that this Gemara sounds very much, almost explicitly, that this idea that a minor can take possession for him or herself or for somebody else, if you're the one giving it to the minor, sounds like that works on the Dorai the level, right? Because the whole answer was, ah, don't prove to me it works there, that's only Durabana. No, but you should have said Durabana pattern after Durabana. Which sounds like our assertions before means that even on the Durabana level, if you provide the DAS, a minor can take possession. Okay, that's, I mean, I'm really pointing it out because maybe you say, yeah, that's obvious, but it's actually not obvious that it's debated in the Rishonim. Okay, but that is what the Gemara sounds like. Okay, so let's take a look. The Edach, what would the response back to be? When do we say it's patterned after Doraita? Something that's, that's the, the original sort of Dorabanan is modeled after a Doraita institution. Something like Kitufe Mavos, that is a completely rabbinic institution. It's not patterned after a Doraita. Like if you think like, you know, uh, uh, like chicken and milk is patterned after beef and milk. That's, you know, it starts with a Doraita thing and this is a Dorabanan extension or modeled after it. Is a completely made out of whole cloth. So in that case, low, we don't have to say it's similar. So just because something works on a purely rabbinic institution of taking possession does not mean it would work for a Doraita. But it is sounding like, in general, we're saying that if you provide the DAS, a cousin can take possession for him or herself, Doraita. And maybe what we're discussing is even if at a certain, at a later level of intellectual development, maybe even on behalf of someone else. Yes. I could argue the opposite. I could argue that the issue here isn't she too smart. Well, right, but that's the most point. When would we allow a transfer through a party to work? In the context when possession is, you know, when the issue of possession is is important the within a, uh, is rabbinic, right, right. The whole that's the whole point. All transaction, normal transactions are derisive things. But do you, what do you need it for? To serve what function? Right. So the Gemara says like this. Um, so let's take another question where it sounds like a minor can take possession, and maybe even at a derisive level. Masiv Ravavia, Marimina Meister Sheni, you can 
scheme regarding Meister Shani. It's great, the whole term of harama, right? When is sort of scheming and doing a workaround, you know, in terms of a halacha, when is that seen as legitimate and not legitimate? Anyway, what's the scheming? If you transfer, if you are redeem your own Meister Shani, you have to add a, a, a fifth, which is really, in rabbinic math, 25%. Because <laughs> if you add 25%, then after you add it, it's a fifth of the resulting, right? If you have 100 and you add 25, then 25 is a fifth of 125. Anyway, you have to add, when you're redeeming your Meister Shani, you have to add to the value to redeem it. So, because you want to bring the money to your Shalim, not the fruit. That's only if you're the owner. However, if you're not the owner, I go to you, uh, you know, to you, Michael, and I say, Michael, would you mind, like, you know, I'd like to redeem with your permission, I'd like to redeem your Meister Shani on, your, on my money, and I'm going to take the money into your Shalim and eat it. And you say to me, Gesundheit Hethov, I'll give you even a nice present, I'll make you a fruit basket if you do that. <laughs> right? well, you, you get to keep your Meister Shani, and I go bring it to you and I have to bring the money to a Shalim and eat it like you know there's re- really very little in it for me there unless he's sort of like we're doing a little you know behind the be- you know behind the what's it called you know behind the scenes deal where he's giving me well, some money can, to you, do this you can redeem mine and give to yours you can switch oh that's very smart that's like these people do you know that they would do this like Is in the church the Korea no 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 I mean it's not really nice or whatever not nice whatever not really moral but there would be things like people would do in order to uh, to, 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 to get their tuition as tax deductible I'll make a donation to your kid's school and you make a donation to my kid's school it's very disgusting anyway you know so, <laughs> so anyway um, so right so there's stuff you can do alright so you don't have to give the fifth in that context so very, that was very smart Michael next time I have to figure out how to get around all these things alright so uh, so here you do it you'd say to your you know somebody here's the you know, who can do this on your behalf and will listen to you. So you say to your adult uh, male, uh, you know, son or daughter or your Hebrew slaves, hey, you know what? Let me give you a gift. Here's a thousand dollars. Okay? Now it's your money. I've just given you it, it to you. You now redeem the Meister Shani on this money. So you're redeeming somebody else's, my Meister Shani on your money. You're redeeming it. You're not me. You don't have a fifth. But I gave you the money. So you don't lose anything out and everybody wins. Okay? But do then my Shani. Okay? The Ochobolo Chomesh or whatever. And then obviously you don't need to have a Chomesh. So the guy says, Hi Shivrechi Dami. What's the case of the Shivcha? If she has two pubic hairs, she should still be there. She's, she's no longer a shivcha. Must be she's a minor. So you see she's a minor, and she is doing it on behalf of someone else. Now, this isn't even actually on behalf of someone else. I mean, Tosos raises this question. She's actually the one, it's not even a dasa cheres. She's using, she herself is the one who's doing the pidyon. So Tosos tries sometimes to explain some weird analogy that if it works to take possession on behalf of someone else when somebody else is providing the das, then you have the ability to do a pid, like it's, like what? Like it's not exactly clear what at all the analogy is. The other thing I should point out that Tosos seeks about the problem here is that Tosos says, what do you mean? In general, you need to be an adult to do Pidyan Meister Shani. It's not just an act of, kid, of Kenyan. Right? If you take a look at Tosos, Pidyan Meister Shani, 
Right, the cotton is the one doing the whole act. It's not that somebody else is providing the das. Okay, so Tosos doesn't like to understand at all what's going on here. Right, forget the Kenyan aspect. A, what's the analogy? It's not das acheres makne. It's not ayidechem. And B, a cotton can't be poda. Now Tosos' answer. Ah, Michael's very smart. So Tosos' answer to a cotton can't be poda is that there's a halacha called muflas samach leish. Actually, we're going to get to it in a minute. Which means that if a boy is in his, is twelve is is, in, is twelve years old, or a girl is eleven years old, they're a year before their bar about mitzvah, they can make a neder and it could take effect. Okay, that's a special doraisa halach Moshe, whatever principle. Okay, and even if it's not just constraining themselves, they can actually be maktish things that are the verbal act that, that changes status, right? Neder hekdesh whatever that can take effect a year before bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. So Tosa says, how do we look at Pidyon? So you look at Pidyon as a transaction, and since this kid's a minor and he's the one, like he's doing it all on his own, there's no dasacheres. I'm the one with the money and I'm being podeh, so you're a minor, you can't do it. Or do we look at it as a type of a, of a hafla, as a neder, like hektesh? If I could be maktish something, maybe I can transfer the hektesh from the fr- food to the coins. I'm not doing a transaction, I'm not buying anything, I'm just transferring a status, right? I'm not taking possession of something I didn't own. I'm just transferring the Kedusha status from the, from the fruit to the coins. Maybe that's like hectish, and maybe a minor could do that. So that's Tosis's question about whether a minor within a year of Barbat Mitzvah could do Pidyon. Still, what this has to do with the idea of being Kone for someone else, when, it's, you know, when, when, you, when you're providing the Das, and you're asking me, the minor, to take possession on behalf of a third party, how it's relevant to that discussion is very unclear. But let's anyway read the so Gemara. The question is whether the minor can be Kone. The, the question all along is if he can be Machna, somebody or something like that. He's not being Machna. The one who's giving it is being Machna. He's taking possession on behalf of someone else. So what is that? But, yeah, but that's not exactly the minor being Kone the object. It is, just for someone else. He's taking possession right, on behalf of someone else. Right. And that's the question. Can you do that as a minor when somebody else provides the das? Right, so what that has to do with the minor's ability to be podemice or shaney is unclear. Right, but why is that not the same as saying the minor is being machna? Because even being machna means first it becomes his, and then he is giving his thing to someone else and providing the das. It's a completely different mechanism. This never becomes his. He's just standing in the stead of the, other, of the third party and taking possession of it for the third party. The other person is the one providing the das to be makna means I'm giving it right. and I'm so, he's, so the question is more of a shlichus question if you say zechia is mitam shlichus zechia could be mitam yad right that raises other questions if I represent somebody else because I'm implicitly his shaliach then why isn't there a problem also that a minor can't be a shaliach so there might be another way of saying it that zechia is mitam yad I'm not his shaliach I'm just somehow seen as somehow an extension of him I'm, that's, that's it's, actually, it's very complicated that's yeah. the lesson of the Mishnah say yadayim yadayim right that's a good point the Mishnah uses the language of Yad when yeah. somebody else is doing it so which isn't Shlichus right that, that's a nice point that's a nice point right yes you know because we were saying like, how you can have a uh, I guess I'm a whatever I'm a yeah. 
So if she, let's say she's poor, she's above twelve. Tough luck. Go go go. Hire yourself after doing some sewing or wedding. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm saying yeah. Okay. Hi, Shukrasi Dami. So you see that somehow, since this minor girl can do this act of pidyon, that somehow is relevant to our discussion of a minor taking possession on behalf of someone else. So the Gemara says, And it's only rabbinic. So again, we get out of it. Okay? Now again, talking about only rabbinic, but this is a rabbinic that clearly is patterned after the Oraita. Because at the time of the base of Mikdash, it is the Oraita. But ever, and the Gemara said that that should follow the Oraita rule. Anyway, somehow we bracket it. That's only rabbinic and that doesn't prove it works for Doraita issues then the Gemara re- re- rejects that one minute you don't have a female slave nowadays that the whole institution of Hebrew slaves applies only when there's a yoga because Vavadoli alum and whatever and the male and female slaves are all seen the same start part of the same Parsha so therefore um, you know it doesn't apply nowadays because there's no yovel right Fine, fine. It's in, during the rabbinic. It's during the time of the base of Mikdash and of Yovel, whatever. But the stuff that grew was not growing straight from the ground. It was growing in one of these, you know, unhold pottery pots or whatever. But anyway, right. And therefore, it's only rabbinically obligated. Fine. Anyway, there was definitely some evidence that Ketanim can take possession, which are the uh, maybe on behalf of somebody else or in other ways than just taking possession totally for themselves, doing some more significant acts, but the Gemara managed to bracket that it's only rabbinic. <laughs> and now we have a nice little summary of this, a statement of Rava, which gets quoted a great deal, because you see it sounds like it's a very like bottom line summary type of a statement. I'm a Rava, there are three stages. Once he's able to understand like, you know, a rock is worthless but takes possession of the, uh, you know, but, but, but keeps the, the nut so understands the value of the thing immediately in front of him or her. In that case, can take possession for themselves. They, they value and the thing that's immediately given to them, they take possession, they understand what it is. So again, you're providing the das, they can take possession. Now that's, you know, the, the parallel by a girl, I mean, that would be true by a girl as well. But when we switch to talking about a girl, we mean specifically in something that's unique to girls. Okay? She can be married for purposes of miyun. What does this mean? The father can marry off his daughter even if she's one day old. We mentioned that before. But if there is no father, the rabbis instituted that the mother and the brothers can marry off a girl when she's a minor. The fact that it required a rabbinic institution, by the way, shows you that there was clearly an economic need for such a thing to happen, right? Girls in general would be seen as, you know, not wage earners, and therefore financial burden for the families. They'd want to arrange for her to be taken, you know, on with a man's family, who then would be responsible for, you know, maybe providing for her as a minor until she was of an age that they could actually consummate the marriage. So anyway, so the rabbis instituted this Kiddush Ektana, even if there's no father. Now, at what age, and now, because it's a rabbinic institution, at any period before she becomes an adult of 12 or whatever she could be mima'in she could just say you know what I don't like this guy I'm leaving okay just verbally reject the guy and that's enough that's called mi'un so this rabbinic institute rabbinic marriage of a minor girl when there's no father which is for the purpose meaning which can be undone by mi'un 
Nisuin. That's what Kadeshis Lamiun mean. Reflects the fact that it's only a rabbinic marriage. How old does a girl have to be in order for them to sort of contract this? She has to be just this age, like whatever that age is, three years old, I don't know, some age where she can understand the difference between a nut and a rock. That's so, right. what? That could be in the first year. First year, you think? <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. I think a nut is a little different because a nut is not something you can put immediately yeah, into shell. your mouth. Meaning, it's a good question why they use that example. My understanding was was that it has a shell and it looks similar so you have to, under, you know, it's not just like, you know, you, you, know, you put food in your mouth. There's some, but whatever it is, three, four, so somehow that's, now, yeah, the funny thing is, so look, if a, if a father can marry off his daughter when she's one day old, right, you know, then, um, you know, then, uh, but, 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 so maybe they want to say, once the kid gets a little, I, I don't know what, 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 what that level of, why that was the level that they decided that she could get married off. The funny thing is, or the interesting thing is, that Rashi says, not only could her parents marry her, look at Rashi, Rashi says, um, Rashi says, um, so Rashi says the significance is that it means can you watch money that's given to you for Kesef Kiddushin so it's similar to can you have engaged in that transaction that seems even though the mother and brothers are doing it you have to the girl has to be the age that if she were given the money she would understand what it meant to have been given money okay and she, this one, knows how to, you know, watch her the money. So somehow it's some age that she's young enough to know that had she been given the Kesef Kiddushin that it was money and it was valuable, at that age she could be married off by the mother and the brothers. And she would, okay? she would require me. Right, right. Now, oh, by the way, no, the Rashi I was thinking about was the previous Rashi, Yuchaneg Dan Bektana, look at Rashi, Chashiv Lo Yodas Lishmar Kiddusha, once she can know the difference between a nut and a rock, Rashi says, Umiskadeshes to Kiddusha Ima Oachel Lidata, Mm. So Rashi says, if this girl was an orphan, she has no mother, no father, no brothers, and you go to this three-year-old or five-year-old, and you give her Kesef, I don't understand, like, <laughs> how can we allow that? Like, you know, anyway, that, so that Rashi, like, boggles the mind. Anyway, back to the Gemara. <laughs> what? No. No, it's like the Kiddusha never happened. Okay, so that's... Right. Right, but still, yeah, but like, I mean, somebody's got to be taking responsibility for this orphan girl that we let her do this herself. Right. That's crazy. You know, there's a parallel yeah. issue in seducing, if I remember correctly. And Nick Tosafot actually says historically, life is so uncertain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that we have to make these arrangements right. when we can immediately. Right. Because you never know when you're going to lose all your holdings. Exactly. Because the says that a man should not marry off his daughter when she's a katana and Tosa says yeah but nowadays we have to do it because of the amount like the death and the tragedy and so on yeah exactly exactly yeah exactly is there anything with more about institutions that took care of minors yeah right they get married off right I mean no you have apitropis which is the court assigns somebody and you have the idea of people presumably like foster parents call them gado yasam tochbeso right but you don't have a sense of like a, an, you know, a, an orphanage, right? Yeah. So now the government says like this. Um, okay. So that's the youngest age. 
because then it's like she can receive the money of Kiddushin even though it's really her mother that's receiving the money Ha-Pu'utos Pu'utos if you remember was the age where rabbinically we like it was somewhere between 6 to 8 or 9 that uh, kids could engage in buying and selling like they could go to the store and that's actually the rabbinically we allowed them to sell not only to buy right so that they could give money and get something in the store okay so that's somewhere between 6 to 9 or something by, by chattel not by land which is much more consequential we allowed them to, to, to transact because the Gemara says because they have to you know be able to just you know manage in the world so they have to be able to engage in those types of transactions now when a girl is that age that's considered to be the age even if her father married her so she's still right to married this is the age where if she receives a get it's a good Gershon this is the age of Yodas Lishmor Gita. so it's actually quite interesting Yodas Lishmor Eskidusheha which is you're just giving her money and something of value it doesn't represent it's not a get a get is representing something abstract right giving her Kiddushin is giving her a physical object of value that's a younger age than given the age that she has to do to understand what a get is right to understand that you've given her a get and what the get signifies and what it means and its significance that's already an older age that's this age of Pu'utos and only at that age would she be divorced if you gave her the get if it was a Doraisa marriage um now, uh, once they're a year before Bar and Bat Mitzvah, they can make vows and they can sanctify. We just talked about that before when we were talking about Pidyon. Now, why is that? Because, uh, you know, doesn't Chalitza need to be an adult? So, Tosul says, no, there's actually an opinion in the Gemara that the, that the girl, the woman who's doing Chalitza, does not, the, the, the man might have to be an adult, but the woman might not. So therefore, this is following that idea that the woman might not have to be an adult for Chalita. But she can't, but she can't be very young. Right, so Tosos works that out. Like, it's not, you know, because it's, it's not exactly clear how this is fitting into other ideas of Chalita. I mean, whatever, you know, exactly which position it's going like. Otherwise, you have to wait, right? If she's too young. Right, if she's too old, you'd have to eat. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, the, uh, now, but to sell property inherited by the father presumably Rashi says it means really land it doesn't matter that you're an adult and you're 13 the rabbis understood that you know selling land was very consequential and they didn't want people taking advantage of so actually they did not let it to be a good transaction until the kid was 20 how did they get that uh, I don't know I mean, in the father's lifetime no he inherited from the father you know or else how did the minor get land to begin with right I mean that's an interesting question could you buy land less than 20 but just not selling on presumably I don't know yeah it's, I just, sorry it's, it's very interesting to have a contrast of how you're defining age for for boys and girls just like the starkness of like what girls are right with or boy, that's a good point you, know, you take another rock are you really like be married or be divorced right I mean all the things that's said about boys are true about girls but you're right that the fact that it's like imagining boys are about taking, you know about the world of business and taking possession whatever and girls are about getting married and getting divorced right <laughs> right yeah. or doing chalitza oh yeah right. like buy things for your parents at the store like oh, right. you can be married off because your father's died and we need to right right yeah that's a very good point we need to say what would it be the same thing for the woman, like a girl? The only yeah, 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 yeah. Boys, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about twenty years at eighteen in terms of voting and drinking and the various in secular law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean it's eighteen or twenty-one, depending on what you're talking about. Okay, Katana. Next Mishnah. Katana Shama, we're having too much fun. Katana Shama, he's kabbali giti, eno kedashi yada. Now, a father might represent his minor daughter, but a, da- a, 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 a minor g- girl cannot appoint a shaliach. So if a minor girl, if, if, if a young girl says to a person, accept my get for me, it's not good if it's given to that guy until she receives it. Meaning if the husband gave it to that guy, he's not a shaliach of the girl because she can't appoint a shaliach, she's a minor. So the giving to that guy would be implicitly be making that guy a shaliach to deliver the get. But he, because the, the, the man would be, the husband would implicitly, implicitly, not explicitly, be making him his shaliach so when he gave it to the minor, to the, to the, to the wife, she'd be divorced. But he, he was never the, the shaliach of the, of the wife because she was a minor. Therefore, he can retract as long as the get has not been given. Because a minor cannot make a shaliach. Okay. Notice again the shift to the male. Okay. So now, if the father says to the, who who is an adult and does represent his daughter, if the father says to um, a, a, an agent, go and accept the get for my daughter. So the father. The same way he can receive the get for his daughter, he can appoint a shaliach, right, for his daughter. Even if his daughter initiated it. In other words, you know, the daughter initiated the shikhla, and the father says to him, oh yeah, you know, this you shaliach of my daughter, and I want you Yeah, it doesn't matter who initiated it, as long as the father is doing the appointing. Okay. Um, now, Haomer 10 gets to the Ishibimakam Ploni. Somebody says to a shaliach, give this get to my wife in, uh, you know, in such and such a place, in the Empire State Building. And he gave it somewhere else. Pasul, it's invalid, because I only appointed him to give it in that place. Hooray, the Mukamploni. Give this get to my wife. You can find her. She's in her office over on 32nd Street or whatever it is. So, and gave it somewhere else. Kasher, because there, he was just trying to help the Ashliach find her, but he wasn't saying that it can only be given in that context. Now, if a woman said to her Shaliach, receive my get in such and such a place, similarly, if it was in another place, it's invalid. She didn't appoint him a Shaliach for that. Rebbe Lezer says no when the wife says in a certain place then it can change and we'll see why in the Gemara just for the wife just for the wife yeah. and exactly and we'll see why in the Gemara now if the wife says to the Shaliach go receive my get get my get from that place she brought it from some else kasher that's okay because when he says when he says if he says receive it in this place you can say that I only wanted him I the wife only wanted him to be my Shaliach when he was in such and place. But when I said, like, um, you know, get it from that place, I mean that that's where, that's more clearly means that's where it is. That's where you'll find it. Okay? So if he was able to find the husband somewhere else, right, you know, go get the get from my husband um, in, uh, you know, you know, over, you know, over, you know, over in that city. So it's clearly that I'm telling him where he can find the get, not that that's where I want the, the actual transaction to take place. Okay, so now the Gemara says, Rabbi Eliezer, Maishna Reisha Dulo Pali, Maishna Save the Pali. Why, when the husband says such a place, do we say he 
in a different place is no good, but when the wife says that a different place is good, so the Gemara says, um, because the husband, who is the one who is the one who is initiating and the one who is controlling the whole reality, he's the one that's effecting the divorce, copied. He can say, I only want a divorce her here, I didn't want a divorce her somewhere else. When she's doing it against her will, she doesn't can't control the simple circumstances. She's just telling the shliach where he can find the husband. Now, that doesn't really explain it. If she was there in herself, then she didn't have a say. But actually, this is the one place where she actually has a say. She's appointing the shaliach. She can uh, define under what circumstances she's making him a shaliach. Maybe actually she's using this as an opportunity to gain some control, right? You know, I'm only going to allow it to work. You're only going to be my shaliach under these circumstances. Why? Just because she's fundamentally disempowered in the whole thing. Do we say that she cannot, when she says to the shaliach only here, does she not really mean it? So the way Rashi explains it, it's because Rashi sort of says that, you know, the husband well, let's read Rashi. Rashi says Midaite Migari, says Rashi V'davatolo Yibo that he, since it's all about him, he wants it only in certain ways. Okay, fine. So here Rashi spells out the missing part. How can she say to the Shaliach, I only want you to accept it in such and such a place? Maybe the husband will refuse to give it in that place. Right? The husband is the guy ultimately who has complete control. So if you're only making him a Shaliach to accept it, you know, you know, in, in, in place A, you the wife, right, maybe the husband will refuse. Now, the answer could be, great, so let him not give me the gas, okay? But the presumption here is, since she's making a shaliach, she wants the get to happen, but she wants to control the situation. So I should think, but you can't control the situation, because the husband can always just say, I'm not playing along. So therefore, since the husband can always say, I'm not playing along, we assume the woman is going to be more flexible. Right? This works with the presumption that since she's appointing a shaliach, we presume that she wants to be divorced. Okay, if she didn't want to be divorced, we wouldn't make that assumption but then why is she making a shaliach why doesn't she just go hide herself and abscond herself and not participate so since she's making a shaliach presumably she wants to be divorced once she wants to be divorced then she can't control that it's only going to happen in place A and not place B because the husband can always just you know refuse to play along and therefore we'll assume that any indication of a location is just being mara makom like helping him find the husband but not being mocked where it happens yes so um, first of all unfortunately it's a great fun Using the term Mari Makom, yeah, you know, right. Because right. Mari Makom itself is a concept, right? Right. Right, but the concept is rooted right. exactly. but the concept is rooted right. from a physical right. reality, right? Well, the question is, so this indicates clearly just the level of the development of Allah, or she can be divorced she wouldn't be able to say these things. Do you understand what I'm asking? No, she can't. A woman can't, today, a woman can be divorced against her. Right. No. Oh, no. 
Right. So, so once that dynamic changes with yeah. the presumptions here about Mara Makam change, yeah, they might. That's a good point. Or let's say she just said explicitly, she said, I want to make it very clear. I'm only appointing you to be your shaliach to receive the get in such a place and in any other place you're not my shaliach. Then it would also work. It's not that fun, even going to Rebbe Lezab, fundamentally she's not entitled to do that. It's just what presumptions we come with. But yes, and when those realities would change, like nowadays, those assumptions might change. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. Um, okay. Um, so now the Mishnah says, Havili Giti, now she goes to her shaliach and she says, go, go accept my get. Okay, and she sends the guy to accept her get. Um, excuse me. So when she says, convey my get, okay, we're assuming that convey my get means, it's interesting. Even when the husband says, he's kabel to a man, to, to an agent, he's making a shaliach holacha, not a kabbalah, but when she says, go re- convey my get to me, we're saying, like, there's a whole discussion before, the holach is kizchi. But when she says to a guy, convey my get to me, what she means is, go be a shaliach holacha for my husband, okay, and therefore she's not divorced until she gets the get. So in that case, so she, if she's married to a Kohen, she remains married until the get is given to her. Okay, because in that case, I mean, before the Truma case, that's just a Chiddush, that although she's appointing him, he really is a Shaliyah Lahulacha for the husband. If, however, she says, he's Kabaligiti, okay, and then she sends the guy off. So now, she doesn't know when she's going to get divorced. It's going to happen, you know, with this guy and her husband. Who knows when? When does she stop having to eat truma? This is before the age of cell phones. We would have so many fewer interesting gemaras. Okay, in that case, it's impossible to watch those old detective shows because, you know, half of the half of the setups on the old detective shows was they couldn't get to a phone in time, right? <laughs> you remember those cases? Like, they have to drive around looking for a cell phone. Anyway, fine. From that case, okay, he's kind of... Right. <laughs> okay. She can't eat right away because she has, you yeah, know. The guy's really far away. He, well, the Gemara's going to deal with it if the guy's far away or whatever the mission sort of. Okay, but you don't know. Anywhere between a minute later to ten years later, she might get divorced. But since you can't pinpoint the time, she has to stop eating Kruma right away. Now, let's say she said, I only want you to accept the get in New Jersey, and they're there in Miami, right? So in that case, and we know, we know, to the Rabbanon against Rabbi Eliezer that she's not that that it would only be good in New Jersey even if she's the one who said it right so in that case she can eat truma until the get arrives in that place now what it should have said is until the shaliach arrives in that place right so she well she figures out what's the least amount of time it would take for the shaliach to get to New Jersey based on the flights and based on whatever so that amount of time she has and she knows she's still safe okay okay but the funny thing is that the phrase was which sounds like the shaliach could have received the get outside her door but it wouldn't be binding until the shaliach brought the get to New Jersey which is bizarre yeah but that's very bizarre so we'll see the Gemara Rabbi Eliezer now Rabbi Eliezer says that when, she, when the woman says a place she's only Mare Makom so for him obviously that doesn't matter she could be divorced anywhere even with this case of the shaliach and she has to stop eating right away so the Gemara says Vigita Miyahave one minute. The Gemara says, 
If we reading it right, that it says until the get gets to New Jersey, so it sounds like the husband gave it to the shliach in Miami, but now the shliach has to get to New Jersey. So why is she divorced? When she says, accept my get in New Jersey, we said before that the transaction has to happen in New Jersey, right? Not that the get has to be brought to New Jersey, right? So, if she says, receive my get in New Jersey, it has to be given in New Jersey. So why here does it sound like it could be given in Miami, but she could bring it, the shaliach could bring it to New Jersey? So, no, you're right. It's a special case. The Amalei, he's kabaligiti b'mas mechasia. You know what? You can accept my get in Sometimes you'll find my husband in Bavel. So that combination where she says, you know, get my get in New Jersey, but you know, every now and then my husband will be here in Miami. So in that case, we read it. Now, I would have said we read the whole thing as Mara Makom. If she's going to say you'll find my husband sometimes in Miami, then it's really wherever he's finding the, he'll find the husband. But the Gemara says the fact that she said, she started by saying New Jersey means that wherever you find my husband, it'll be a good giving of a get. But I don't want it to take effect until you get to New Jersey. Very bizarre way of reading that. Okay? Here is the city. Right. Okay. Wherever you can find it, take it. Take it from him. But the get doesn't take effect until you get to that place. All right. Very bizarre reading. And Tosus, of course, has the question. I don't get it, Tosus. How did it take effect when she gets to that place? The husband gives him the get. Right? It hasn't taken effect, so where's the, so, like, how is the effect of the get delayed? Right? Do you understand the problem? Right? If the husband gave the get in Miami, and that didn't take effect, so what is this guy? He's a shaliach of the husband at this stage, and when he gets to New Jersey, he hands it from his right hand to his left hand? I mean, what happens? So, Tosa says, well, maybe since the wife made this condition, which he, and the husband, it's sort of, I don't know, somehow the husband b- plays into it, and the husband essentially is delaying the effect of the get, but it's very strange, right, how the, how the wife can say, I don't want it to take effect until that place. The husband is the one who is the das, he's the one that could determine when it takes effect, right? How, how, where's the, how is the mechanics playing out? So Tosa tries to figure that out. Now let's do a little bit more. Rabbi Lezer Pita obviously says the Hamari Makam Hila. Rabbi Lezer said that when she says a place, it really is just giving him assistance. So obviously, it could happen. You know, we have to be afraid that it happened anywhere. And I says no. He said to the Shaliach, you know what? Go to the east. You'll find him in the east. And he walked out of the house and he went to the west. So So he's not in the west. So you know, buys her at least an hour. He got on a bus heading west. Okay, so even so, maybe Rabbi Lezer would say, you know, that, that at least she's got an hour before he bumps into the husband. No, maybe as he's walking to the bus stop, he'll run into the husband. So as long as you have not, you know, made it halachically that it can't, that it can only take a pl- effect in a certain place, then whatever the circumstances are, we're always afraid that maybe she just bumped into the husband and she has to stop eating truma right away. The eyes legita. He gives him the hu- get, and the husband gives him the get. Okay. Now, somebody says to his shaliach, 
make for me an Erev with, uh, with dates. The Erev lay the Grogros, and he made a, an Erev with Grogros. Grogros, I keep on forgetting, is that pressed figs? figs? Yeah. Pressed figs. The Grogros, the Erev lay the Tamari, and I said figs, and he did dates. Tani Chada Eruva Erev, one writer says it's good, but Tani Irak Eni Eruva Erev, one says it's no good. I'm a Rabbi Lokasha, Harabanon Harabi Liezer. Okay, it's the difference of the rabbis and Rabbi Liezer. Now, we thought their whole debate was about a case of a get, whether we presume that the, when the woman does it, is she being Makbid or Marimakam? But the Gemara says that that same debate about the woman would be a general debate when you can interpret something as a hakpada or as a mare makom, what are you more inclined to do? And the rabbis are more inclined to read things as a hakpada, that if somebody says something, we assume that they mean only this way. And Ribbelin says, based on the circumstances, if it makes sense to read it as just an assistance and not a hakpada, I'm going to read it that way. Exactly. Exactly. Rabbanon to Ami Kseida Kseida the rabbis who choose to interpret what the wife is saying as a Kseida Ha Rabbanon to Ami Kseida Ha Rabbanon to Ami Kseida Ha Rabbanon to Rav Yosef Amar, no. Hava Harabban, and it could both be the rabbis that generally say Kseida. Kan b'shelo, kan b'shel If I tell you to go ahead and, um, you know, and I'm giving you, uh, I'm trying to remember how, how Tosus read this, one minute. Um, hold on. One minute. Oh, right. The Shel here is the Shaliach. So if I say to you, it's like the rabbis that normally do say Kfeda. So if I say to the Shaliach, here, take my stuff, my grogros, my figs, then we assume, or my dates, then we assume that I mocked it. If, however, we say, make an Arab with your figs or your dates, so you're the one providing the food, they're obviously not going to interpret it as Akpada. I might not even have a right to be mocked. You're the one providing the food. Okay? But when it's my stuff, I am going to be mocked. Habishalo, Habishal Chavera. I know we are already at 8.30, but let's just see if we can read to the Mishnah. Um, so, Habishalo, Habishal Chavera. Amalei Abayi, Velahadetanya, Amalei Shlucha, Arelei Bimigdal, the Erev Lobeshovach. Make it in a tower, and he makes it in a chicken coop, or whatever, a pigeon coop. Beshovach, the Erev Lobeshovach, the Tanya Chada, Eruva Erev, the Tanya Yidach, any Eruva Erev. One says it's good, one says it's no good. According to me, I'll say it's the Rabbanan and Rabbi Eliezer. Do we presume Kaveda, or do we not assume, presume Kaveda? Right? But according to you, so, they're just talking about the location. It's not talking about whose food it is. So you said the question is that if it's your food, you're mocked. If it's the Shlich's food, you're not mocked. What do they have to do with whether it's in the chicken coop or in the tower? So the Mishnah says, no. When we say the coop or the, the chicken coop or the tower, we don't mean where you're putting the Erev. We mean where you're getting the fruit from. The fruit from the chicken that's stored in the, in, in the pigeon coop or the food that's stored in the tower. So in that case, we've turned it into a food case. So the simpler explanation, the, the clean explanation of a baye is that it's a nice debate of Rabban and Rabbi Eliezer. The rabbis are more prepared to read things as dafka. Rabbi Eliezer is more to read things as mare makom. But, but Rabbi Yosef says maybe it's all about, uh, about, about dafka, but if it's your food, you have a right to be makbid. If it's the shaliach's food, you don't have a right to be makbid.